The seventh lesson is from Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they had heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. I don't know about all of you, but I love Christmas. I truly do love Christmas. I love Christmas because of all the sensory excitement that we have this time of year. I love the sights. To drive around town, any town across Christendom, you will see lights up starting, used to be in December, now November, and even October, and I'm not even upset when I see it anymore because it reminds me that Christmas is coming. I love to see Christmas trees, and if you're able to do it, drive by our house on North 4th Street and you'll see our tree up in the living room window. And some years, not this year, but some years, I love the sight of snow on Christmas, the only day that I actually enjoy it. I love smells of Christmas. I love going into a home where someone has made some fresh Christmas goodies and the smell is the thing that greets you even before you're in the foyer. I love the smell of pine needles. We have a fake tree, but we have a nice little pillow that the kids carry around that has with the cushioning some Douglas fir needles and I smell it every once in a while just to get a hit of my childhood Christmas memories. I love the tastes of Christmas, I'm sure you do too. I love to eat the treats that I smell. I love to have eggnog. I like to have the Christmas ham and the, le the rest. And of course, I love the sounds of Christmas. Christmas music, both religious and yes, even the secular stuff. It sticks in your head, that's fine too. I love it, I love it all. 
I love all of the sensory things that go with Christmas every year, but they are not the biggest reason why I love Christmas. I love Christmas because of all of the good feelings that go along with this wonderful holiday, the good feelings that it brings out. I'm a nostalgic person. I like to think about the past, particularly the happy parts of my own past. I have a lot of happy childhood memories, as I'm sure many, most, if not all, you do with Christmas. The joy of getting gifts first is the joy that you have as a little child. And as you grow a little older, you realize that there is even more joy in giving gifts to other people and enjoying their reaction. I enjoy the feelings of warmth and happiness that come to mind when I think about my childhood Christmas. For most of you, Interstate 155 is somewhere over towards central Illinois, but for me, that's the road to Grandma and Grandpa's and Christmas service, which I did like to come to, and Christmas presents and all of the rest of it. Seeing Peoria come into view, the big city in my mind at that time. I loved it. And if you think about it, for what it's worth, all of the Christmas senses that I talked about first, the smells, sights, tastes, and smells, we get excited because of those because they elicit such good memories for us. But no, I do love the good feelings that come with Christmas time and the memories, but they are not the biggest reason why I love Christmas. I love Christmas because of St. Luke's Gospel, the nativity story so familiar to all of us. It's a good story, isn't it? Kind of an underdog story, as it were. No-name people from no-name towns being chosen for this wonderful blessing and gift to be the family that would bring the Savior into the world. And certainly, babies are wonderful, are they not? Who doesn't like a story about a cute baby? Babies are wonderful, especially when you're not the one that has to take them home and care for it. You can just see them at the holidays, kiss them, and say, see you next time. But it's a wonderful story, though. Jesus is a little baby, the Son of God, eternal, maker of the universe, there, with animals and a manger and a stable, because there was no room in the inn. And then the wonderful image that all of us have burned in our minds from the story and Christmas pageants we've seen and been a part of, of the shepherds outside of Bethlehem, receiving that wonderful angel chorus, glory to God and the highest. I love the nativity story, but it's not the biggest reason why I love Christmas. Yes, the sights, the smells, the tastes, and the sounds are great, the feelings of joy and happy memories are wonderful. And hearing that story and reading it again every year is a good thing that I always enjoy. All of these things are great. But dear friends, the biggest reason why I love Christmas is because I love Jesus Christ. God could have abandoned us in our sin. We know these stories from tonight and so many other services that we've gathered for together as this church. God could have abandoned us, given us what we deserved, but he didn't. He didn't leave us to the mess that we chose for ourselves, the mess that we made. By right, by right, Almighty God could have absolutely left us to a cold, eternal, dark existence apart from him and his gracious presence. It is indeed what we truly deserve. But he had a different idea, a different plan. He promised that the evil work of our fall would one day be undone. It would be repaired. It would be fixed. We wouldn't be separated from him 
by a gulf any longer because he himself would come into the world to bridge the gap. And the Bible and its story, all of it, just the snippets we've had tonight and all of the rest of it, are just one big, massive, century-long account leading up to God fulfilling the promise that he made to humanity when it was so young. He gave the promise first to Adam and Eve before they were expelled from the garden, and throughout the generations, filled in the details a little bit from there. The seed that he said would crush the serpent's head would get to become through a family, Abraham's family, namely. And the government of all the worlds would be on his shoulder. That seed would be called Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The lowly, unimportant city of David called Bethlehem would be exalted by the birth of that Savior. The Savior who would be born into the world would be a great prophet to his people, a priest to his people, and a king to his people. And his throne, the throne of David that he would sit on, he would rule from that throne forever. These are the promises and many more throughout the Old Testament, the promises of God's word to God's people, and all of these promises begin to blossom when God is incarnate on Christmas in Jesus Christ. Christmas is the breaking through of the light that the Lord said would come into the world, the light of God coming to save his people. It's probably safe for me to assume that each of you here loves Christmas for the same or similar reasons that I love Christmas. But I hope tonight and every year of the, lives that, the life that God grants you on this earth that you love Christmas most because you love your Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope that you love Christmas because you know your God and Lord who came to save you from your sin and your death. You love him and he loves you. Merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs>